Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the Zone, broadcasting live today from the Dish Professionals, 80th South and State. Drop by and see us. We do have jazz gear to give away. Looking at some shirts, some hats. All you need to do is uh, drop by and say hello. Uh, Austin Horton producing today back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. Hi, Gordon. What's I, going on, buddy? I, I am jealous of you right now. Why is that? Because you got that ice cold drink right there in front of you. I don't know if I'd call it ice cold, but yeah, it is. Is it warmed over? It is a drink, yeah. Because I am parched right now. Well, I also have my my trusty water bottle. Now, I know that this is a new, you know, kind of invention, Gordon, but they do make these receptacles that you can pour beverages into that make them very transportable. My my wife gave me one of those yesterday for Father's Day. No, but she's on it. But. Three, uh, let's see, uh, three of my sons-in-law were there, and one of them had their brother there, and she only had four, so she gave mine to Wow. One, wow. And I ended up with nothing. Well. Actually, I did get other things, too, but I missed out on the water bottle, so... Anyway, but that, for some reason, that really looks delectable to me. Oh. I don't know why. I don't either. It's not that cold. Huh? Sounds to me like there's some sons-in-law out there that need to be cut out of the will. <laughs> Should I threaten that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Should I Every use time that? you see them, yes. Should I use that as a weapon? Yes. Yes? Yes. Are you the godfather or not? Right. I, I just didn't know whether. Are you, you, you need to. Uh, you come here. You need to. I haven't regain. seen you in years and you come here to ask me a favor. You know, those, those, those sons-in-law should refuse that water bottle out of pure fear. <laughs> you know, you offer it like, sure, go ahead. Why don't you take mine? But then the response needs to me, I wouldn't dare. Mm. No, sir, Mr. Monson, sir. <laughs> See, I just don't know how to have that kind of commanding presence. No. No. No, it's not your thing. I, you can I, just try it out. Take it out for a spin. See how it goes. It'll be the new you. Well, see, my father-in-law, I had a lot of respect for him. And when I met him for the first time, uh, I uh, we had a conversation. And I said, what do you do? And he said, I'm in the mafia. Hmm. He wasn't. 
but he was Italian and he could have, I mean, he looked like he could have been. And so I, I respected him greatly. I did not want to perturb him in any way, shape or form. But uh, my sons-in-law, I, I think my relationship with them is too casual. Yeah. I think so too. Much. <laughs> but never, you need to you need to formalize that thre- relationship. Threaten them, really? That's a good way to start. That's a good place to start. <laughs> okay. And then just expand from there. But yeah, but families aren't a democracy. Oh, you know, that's what I used to think. Hold on. See, when my dad made a decision where we were going to, and Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Absolutely. Out there. Hope you had a wonderful time. But when my dad made a decision, for instance, say what restaurant to go to, that's where we were going. And it was an open for discussion, and we were happy to go. My family, I found out a long time ago that, uh, you know, I said one time, I said, let's stop and get something to eat. And I said, I think we should stop at this place. Oh, au contraire, pops, you know? And then everybody started piping in with where they wanted to go, and my wife to she she said let's vote on it and i said wait a second why my vote only counts as much as the three-year-old in the back seat see i think there should be only two votes because you can't cut you know <laughs> the wife totally out of no, it certainly but but the kids yeah no absolutely well, not I, the I surfs yeah yeah uh, well i lost the power early you guys maybe you want to try to work oh on yeah that. i'm 100 percent taking that pointer that's that's hey if you want to pick where we're gonna eat you can move out oh hold on when sadie and harper <laughs> when they look at you and bat their eyes that's and say daddy you know then you're gonna melt there's certain lines i'm not gonna cross <laughs> like where you're gonna eat the, like where where am i gonna eat that's right <laughs> Anyway, now if if Naz wants to pipe up and say this is where we're going to eat and put her foot down, well then that's something that ought to be considered there. But not <laughs> oh, not <laughs> not the uh, not the the peanut gallery in the back seat. <laughs> that's what I mean. I had to adjust to that because my wife was using her executive power to include them in on the vote, yeah. and so I. Yeah. Well, see, here, here, this could be the phase we're going through with my, my nearly four-year-old, though, right? Because a deal, a, a situation that we're working on is you need to eat what's for dinner. <laughs> okay. You know, because what, what's for dinner comes out, and it's like, I don't want that. I want this. And it's like, no, nah, that's not how this is going to work. You're going to eat that. Now, wait, I've read studies on this, and that's not the way to go. Well, that's the way we're going. So <laughs> put a cork in it over there. Okay. Well, she's not I'm eating. Just... She's not eating cotton candy for dinner. Oh, we're, we're well, not, yeah, we're not going be... down that road. Okay. Right. No, it, there's there's more to life than blueberry muffins <laughs> and bacon <laughs> and white peaches. Are <laughs> those her favorites? And mix in Kraft mac and cheese. Oh. God forbid it's any other version of mac and cheese. I mean, delectable homemade mac and cheese. You know, you know we had some some uh, wonderful friends, uh, yourself included, uh, who who made us some meals uh, when uh, when the baby came. You know, to keep us from it was so nice because we didn't. That was one thing we didn't have to worry about for a few weeks was was what to do for dinner. But you know, everybody hears that Sadie loves mac and cheese, so we're gonna throw uh, my sister in law. You know her homemade recipe tried and true her kids favorite i mean i myself enjoyed it but nope it's not craft mac and cheese so you <laughs> Could know you put craft on the label or something it's not the label that that she's she, <laughs> she knows the taste uh, 
she didn't get caught up in the in the label. No. So maybe this is just a, a particular phase we're going through, Gordon, and it'll soften over time. I doubt it, but. At the moment, we're fighting that battle where this is what's for dinner. This now, is what we're eating. Here's something that you would appreciate. My son-in-law, BJ, he, he, uh, he, he griddled up the, uh, the, uh, the ribs yesterday. About 10 pounds of ribs. And they were good. I bet they were. And uh, Ribs Le- are often Lisa good. Lisa made some mac and cheese. There you go. Probably and went well with the ribs, I'm guessing. It, it was really, really quite good. Very nice. So, yeah, it was, it was a nice time. So, anyway, hope everybody out there, uh, fathers and men everywhere, hope you uh, have a good day. Just got this text from my wife, by the way. She says, you get no vote. Sorry, not sorry. It's a girl's world now. You, see, that's the thing. They're going to gang up on you. Well, that's it. No, she's in agreement, too, that the, the, that the kids don't get a vote either she's advocating for totalitarian rule this is not she's not pushing for western democracy here no she's she's making a power move right there that's what you don't understand so in other words she wants what she wants and she's going to talk the girls in the back and her oh she doesn't need their backing you're missing the point oh Okay, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's making a, a, a movement to uh, to a one-party rule system. Well, see, this is what you get for marrying a woman who's smarter than you. I mean, that's part of the price you pay. Depends on the subject matter we're talking about now, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, if we're going to break down the jazz, you might have her there. But just in general clear thinking, you might be in trouble. But anyway, you know, I'm just telling you, the guys out there who have their kids, you you know what I'm talking about, especially daughters, but maybe sons too. I don't know. I wouldn't know about the sons. I'm getting used to the sons-in-law right now. But uh, you Sounds know. like too used to it. Getting yeah. a little too familiar. Well, you, I need mean, to, you need to, you know. Be, be more maniacal? You need to be but, No, maniacal. See, I mean, that's a great word, but I don't know if that's what I'm getting at. More, my, my more. dad, bless his heart, may he rest in peace. He was a strict man and uh, really smart, really uh, capable person. But I, I kind of went the opposite. I thought, okay, I'm not going to tell my kids this and that. Uh, I'm going to let them think it through and, and, and kind of I still voiced my opinion. Uh, but uh, they, I, I think I leaned maybe too far the other way, and I, I gave up too much. I yielded the power. Now, now you're, this is a brilliant idea, and I know everybody's so eager to get into our thoughts on the jazz, which we will hear momentarily. <laughs> but but th- this is what you need to do, the Urban Meyer approach. I mean, how, how many sons-in-law do you have now? Uh, three. Okay. So you need to downgrade one. <laughs> so you need to be really hard on one. Why? And it's going to be tough to pick, but you're going to have to really – because it, it does a couple of things. It inspires that one to want to get back into the inner circle, so he's going to do everything he can. And then the other two are going to say, well, I don't want to be that guy, so I probably ought to, you know, fall into line. You know what I mean? Oh, huh, I hadn't really and thought And then of that. You, if you really wanted to, you could rotate the one who's out of favor. <laughs> Just to keep them guessing. Just to keep them on their toes. But one needs to be on the outside looking in. Again, it's the, the urban took the underclassmen and, and treated them like garbage because one day they may become the upperclassmen who are given everything they want. Oh, I see. So this is a real classic coaching move. This is what I'm saying. Okay. Could really play that game. 
but it will be hard because I know you like your sons-in-law to to pick the one. But you know, got to do what you got to do. Urban probably liked him when he was recruiting him too. But then you got to push. <laughs> you know, so pull the rug out. Yeah, more than really, that's part of the manipulation right there. They yeah. go from love to am I love? <laughs> <laughs> Man, Jake, really quickly. Yeah, well, I've got to. I've got to hand it to you. You've really thought this out, and I, I'm impressed. I really am. It, but it might be a little late for me now, you know, because once you're, <laughs> well, well, you know, once you're Lavelle, you know, you can't do it the other way so much. I don't think. Gordon is uh, saying, "Don't win, can't win, don't try." Jake, that's what he's going. Well, it's just a little late in the game. <laughs> you know, I just, what am I going to turn into, Urban Meyer all of a sudden? Uh, whose dad had him running laps around his house when he was growing up when he made an error on the baseball field. By the way, you want to know how, pre- how particular uh, – my wife's texting me again, by the way. Particular uh, Sadie is about her mac and cheese. <laughs> my wife texted, I literally added orange food coloring to the mac and cheese because it didn't look right. <laughs> See, you've already lost the power. What are you talking about? But no, about? this let- is this – is, you got to eat what's in front of you. And last night, my wife and I, because it was Father's Day and I all, we indulged on some some takeout sushi. And hey, my three year old doesn't like sushi. That I don't feel like is that out of the ordinary. So so we went for the mac and cheese because we're going to give ourselves a night off from the battle. You know? Uh huh. Well, all right. We kind of got. It's okay. Too. Do we want to dive into the jazz? See, I oh. gave I gave myself a lot of nights off. Okay, let's 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 get into the jazz. We'll we'll be talking about it throughout the show. There's a lot of other stuff on tap today too. Speaking of nights off, the jazz going to have a whole lot of nights off uh, in the near future, anyway. Yeah, thank you, Austin. In fact, let's dive into it. It's time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. I'm still in shock. Um, this summer is going to look a little different because obviously I'm hurt. So definitely trying to rehab first. So I'm ready for, for next season. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the hell I'm going to be doing next week. I mean, I'd probably be sitting here mad as hell watching the games and, and doing whatever. But this is this is this hurts more than last year because we were up again and lost. Like again. And that that this this is gonna eat at me for a long time watching the lake uh, like the Clippers and the uh Suns play in the conference finals and even watching the finals. Like this was we made it had an incredible regular season, made so many pushes and we continued to fight, but man, like this is gonna eat at me when I even when I go to the grocery store, I'm gonna be thinking about this like you know what I mean? Like this is wow. Uh, I don't know if that puts it in perspective for you, Richard. But... Donovan Mitchell, uh, after the Jazz were eliminated by the Clippers, they lost 131 to 119 Friday night. An incredibly. I, I get it, Gordon. You and I were chatting about this uh, before the show started. I get why the fan base is grumpy. We'll talk a lot about what happened, but I certainly understand why the fan base is grumpy. That is one heck of a way to lose not only a basketball game, but to lose a series. I've seen a lot of back and forth on this, Jake. Uh, fans being very angry and 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 and, and uh, you know, kind of yelling for this and that and the other, uh, and others saying you're not being reasonable. Blah 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 blah. Back and forth. But the points you just made is important because 
These Jazz fans have invested a lot into their team, and I understand that the team itself has invested a lot in the team, but they're really disappointed because the the expectations were so high for this team. The indications were really positive, and then you you start the series by winning two straight games, and then you drop four straight? After last year complaining about losing three straight and how much you had learned from that, and then you go out and lose four straight, that's a difficult thing for fans to absorb. It is. Uh, and what, do you want to dive into the game itself? I figure that's probably the best, uh, best, case, uh, best place to start. Your pleasure, whatever you want to do. Up 25, Gordon, 22 at the half. And then to have that disappear by the end of the third quarter. Yeah, Donovan hit that three-pointer. They're up 25, and then, and then. That is really something. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference between the first half and the second half, and this seems like a pretty obvious take to me, but you never know, was stops. They could not give a stop, uh, get a stop, excuse me. Uh, now, the, the offense wasn't exactly humming. They had, what, 47 points. But to give up 81 points and a half mm-hmm. is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not only, not only bad, but so bad. What were the Clippers in that second half? Like 30, uh, 27 of 35 or something? Well, I, I don't remember now. But it was some sort of ridiculously high percentage, shooting percentage. And they were getting open looks, Jake, left and right. I mean, they made them, but it was, they made it look easy. So I want to crunch into that a little bit more coming up when we have a little more time. And a conversation that really surrounds Rudy, because I think that's where the conversation is uh, to be had. Now, uh, people talking about Donovan Mitchell playing on an injured ankle, the Mike Conley hamstring situation we talked to at length. The Jazz were not in a position of strength in this series. They just weren't. Those injuries happened. So for the folks out there going, well, don't make excuses. Well, those are two of the Jazz three All-Stars, so that's pretty important. What did Mike Conley had, like, how many uh, turnovers was it? Was it six or eight? Uh, let's was, see here. He had six, six in 26 minutes. I mean, that's a lot. Un- very uncharacteristic. Yeah. He, he and wasn't one himself. of eight from the floor. He was hurt. Yeah. He was hurt. And and Donovan gave a uh, a great performance in this series. He really did, uh, given his his condition with his ankle, and he he deserves a lot of credit. Um, I just there just wasn't the defensive bite for it to matter. I mean, you look, Gordon. You I, I tease you some sometimes too much for being focused on shooting statistics, and but look at the shooting statistics. They did enough to win in that game. They did enough to win. 21 of 44 from three, 42 of 85, shooting 49% from the field. You should be winning that basketball game. The defense crumbled, like you said. And not only did they crumble, but they were out of position the whole half. And the Clippers were moving the ball, getting it exactly where they wanted it to be, and somebody was wide open and hitting those shots. And these guys are good enough that they're going to do that. They were, what, the number one percentage team in the NBA in three-point shooting? And then they ate them up on the drives. And, uh, yeah, it was – the Jazz were spinning out of control at the defensive end. And let's get into that coming up right around the corner. And let's – we're going to talk to Ryan here coming up in in one second because he's got a really – 
exciting thing going on here at the Dish Professionals today. Uh, very excited about it. So if you've been kind of on the fence, listen in, and we'll we'll ask Ryan about it because he's got uh, he's got a big deal going on today. Uh, but let's get let's get into what happened defensively, and let's get into Rudy specifically because obviously, Gordon, when you talk about making those open shots, uh, you're referring to basically one player. <laughs> Maybe the last one you would, second to the last one you would expect. You're you're talking about uh, one player in particular. I am. Who literally had the game of his life. He sure did. So we will get into that uh, coming up next. Uh, we are live here at the Dish Professionals. Uh, you can drop by and see us. We do have some jazz gear for you. 80th South and State. You'll see the van out front and, of course, uh, the the sign for the Dish Pros. It's very easy to get here, but you're going to want to call 801-424-DISH because, and uh, Ryan joins us now, of course, our good friend. Uh, it's good to see you, good first to see of you. all. Thanks for having us out. Both of you. Yeah, yeah, we're excited about it. I missed the last time you were here because I was having uh, a little baby. A little baby. And so <laughs> I was fired up to come in. I, I showed Ryan pictures right away. I was like, here you go, because I have turned into that guy now. But I'm comfortable with uh, that, you know. That's okay with that. Yeah, right. So You showed him pictures of your baby. I showed him my car. You so. did. Yeah, right. He Let me drive the car. <laughs> yeah, how did, it looked like you had a pretty good time out there. Came and back that, smiling. Yeah, I bet you did. Good. Yeah. And look, you see, what you did, Ryan, is you brought Gordon to the show in a good mood. Because he, <laughs> he loves uh, showing off his car. I don't. That's, he, I just, but I know that, look, Ryan would appreciate something oh, yeah. like that. You wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I'm not a car guy. No, uh, you guys I only have guys. one Porsche. You know, Ryan's in the in the motorcycle wor- world too, and I, I'm I'm just not there. But you I, know, I do enjoy uh, great engineering. Do you sure. race them? Yes, Ryan. I, I yeah. thought you did. Oh man, you're you're out of our league. But uh, anyway. Well, yeah, my league for sure. Yeah, I don't know why you're looking at me. Uh, all right. Uh, very excited about the deal today. Our, our listeners, I, I was just saying, if folks out there have kind of been on the fence, they hear you on the show, of yep. course, and a, a lot of great stuff that we'll get to and love Dish, but a little something extra today. Yeah, a little special. We, uh, you know, when you guys come, we gotta we got to amp it up, and we're still carrying on the uh, promotion where we've got the, uh, the two-year offer, two-year price guarantee and movie channels, and uh, the Nest IQ camera, you can get that when you get set up. That's a $300 camera, or you can take the Wi-Fi router. But a little $100 cash back. Sweet. Throw that right on Just top. 100 and, bones. Yeah. And so that uh, that seems to work out really well. And, you know, if if, if, uh, if customers are on the fence, this is the, the time to make the decision. You know what? We're two months, a little bit more than two months to college football. And uh, uh, you, you got to be ready. You yeah. gotta have a plan of attack, as they say. You gotta be ready, and uh, you know, dish. You know, one thing about dish in the summer, you gotta see our back, our back uh, storage area. I have about twenty of these tailgaters, and uh, they're tailgaters or playmakers. They're these little portable dishes. They're awesome, and uh, we've we we sold out last couple of weeks continuously. It's been a stream of people coming in, and it's a unique situation because we live in Utah. And, uh, you know, I went camping this last weekend, and uh, I know there's a lot of other people that are going camping or have been going camping. And when the games are on, and they still happen even though you're not home, right? <laughs> so you can you can take your TV with you with Dish and watch the game in HD um, pretty much in the middle of – as long as you got power, that's important, and they got to have a TV – um, we can get you the, the programming in HD. We partner with you guys to do it for our tailgates yeah. uh, when we put them on up at Utah. It's, I mean, 
You can't have a tail. You can't miss the other big games just because you're uh, having a couple of yeah. uh, beverages in the tailgate. Can't do that. That's <laughs> gotta unreasonable. Got to have the games on. <laughs> and you know what? You know the thing is, you don't want to have something complicated. And this is something that Dish has made um, in conjunction with King and and uh, Weingard. It's a plug and play. This thing only has a coax output, and so it's like the size of a small cooler, and you just plug the coax in, and the coax goes to the receiver, and, the, and it, actually the power goes through the coax. And you set the thing out, turn it on. It says, where are you at? And you say, I'm in Idaho. I was in Idaho last weekend, and I said Idaho, and it starts spinning around. You hear it go, and it finds all three satellites. So and cool. Then, <laughs> boom, up on the TV, you're watching the game. And uh, that's the... That's the kind of simple technology I think people want. They don't want to have to go out and actually figure this thing no, out how to point no. it. They want to go have a cocktail and enjoy themselves and watch the game while they're camping. And uh, Dish has that solution. Only Dish. Yeah, that's so cool. All right, we'll be talking about a lot of the great features from Dish, but uh, get on that 100 bucks cash back. On top of the other goodies, I mean, like I have the Nest Cam, and we love it. You like I mean, that? Yeah, it's really, really cool. So Good. Uh, jump on it now, 801-424-DISH. That's 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, guys. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. to the big show presented by big o tires just doing it big you know stop by your locally owned big o tires for no credit needed financing big o tires the team you trust this is 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the Dish Professionals here at 80 to South and State. Give them a call, 801-424-DISH. Get $100 cash back on top of everything else if you get signed up today, 801-424-DISH. Band of the day today is U2, selected by our guy Ryan from the Dish Professionals and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. All right, Gordon, I, uh, let's have a conversation about Rudy. So I think right. it, it very much ties into to game number two and, uh, and what went wrong and uh, the perception of Rudy that's, uh, that's out there. Because there, there's, there's something out there that's really bugging me, but there's, there's also some legitimate criticism and conversation, right. I believe, that, that deserves to be had. All right, fire away. I want to hear what you got to say. So the – our friend Coach Chiesa, who's going to be on the show today, coming up at the top of 3 o'clock hour, he always said, you know, when you're talking about criticism, go with, you know, the approach of saying, love you, dog, however, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the positive. Okay. Uh, the 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 perception of Rudy's defense out there where people are saying, oh, the defensive player of the year, and he was he, his defense lost it for him, um, really frustrates me. And it I I don't know. Gordon, maybe I'm taking crazy pills because I never hear, you know, uh, anyone outside of really us and, and the people here in this market have this conversation. But Rudy, his job was to make up for everybody else's mistakes mm-hmm. and still figure out a way to scramble out to the three-point line to defend a corner three because the, the Clippers were playing five out and Rudy's guy was standing in the corner. So Rudy does that for most of the series whenever possible. Some superhuman efforts on Rudy's part because that was the game plan. 
the game plan was for Rudy to take away the dunks, but somehow figure out a way to defend his own guy because the Jazz could not stay in front of everybody on the Clippers. And so all of a sudden Rudy's job is to prop up the entire team defensively. You know, the other team takes advantage of the fact that they – the Jazz can't stay in front of their guys, and then all of a sudden that's Rudy's fault. I, uh, I, I that that really, Jake, you've hit the core right there, and it's remarkable to me how many people miss that. That if Rudy were concentrating on guarding one man, I think he would do just fine. But he's covering everybody. Yeah, the two shots that uh, that teams love in the NBA: the three pointer and at the rim. And Rudy's dancing around trying to protect, make up for everybody else's mistakes because they can't stay in front of their man. They can't stay between their man and the basket. And so Rudy is rotating over. And so when his man is over in the corner and he gets the pass and Rudy has to sort of lunge out there to try and get to him and he doesn't get there in time, you wouldn't blame Rudy for that? And, well, is, that what, is that what folks want to do? And on top of that, he took that spill early in the game. And, and he got hurt. That was a brutal fall. And I'm not sitting there, I'm not in the business making excuses for people, but Rudy is one hell of a defender. And for people to be saying, ah, oh, Rudy Gobert is obsolete in the modern league, and uh, that's just, it's not true. No, it's not true. And and I, it, it bugs me because it feels like gaslighting almost for, for people to have that conversation. And it, it, it truly uh, has has bothered me all day today because I'm hearing it everywhere and and people doubting Rudy Gobert and you know if you want to know the difference between the first half and the second half in the first half Rudy was getting out to Terrence Mann because he is a superhuman he takes that spill in the second half he has trouble doing it and we should be surprised I I'm more bothered that there was an adjustment to help Rudy more rotate somebody else over there to get a hand in Terrence Mann's face by by Rudy a little more time to get out to the perimeter. I I don't know. That's nitpicking at this point. But to to blame Rudy and say that it is his fault that the Jazz surrendered 81 points in the second half is ridiculous. And Terrence Mann had the game of his life because he's doing shoot nothing but shooting wide open threes because Rudy had to make the decision, uh, am I going to let Paul George dunk it in our face or am I going to try and and stop it at the rim and then see how it goes from there? Yeah. And and people out there have the gall to say it's Rudy's fault? No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. Not at all. I, uh, I wrote a column about this, Jake, and uh, said that exact same thing. That Rudy is made to look vulnerable and uh, late because he's, his responsibilities are vast at the defensive end. And there are times when it may, makes him look bad. And how many times have we seen a ball, a, a drive, and someone drop it off to another person's man who then dunks because Rudy had to pick had to up move. the guy that was moving toward the basket? Yeah. It, it, that's happened a lot. And Rudy's, Rudy's the reason the Jazz had a top five defense. Without him, that defense would have been, what, 15th? Maybe worse. Maybe it, worse. Probably worse yeah. in the 20s. And by the way, that was the specific game plan that, that Ty Lue came up with was to neutralize Rudy defensively. That was the whole thing is they were going to use his rim protection against the Jazz. And yeah. the Jazz didn't have an answer for it. And you don't want to take Rudy off the floor because he's your one of your two best players. And so, you know, I it, it, it ended up costing them. But to blame 
the second half on Rudy, I, I just uh, I find incredibly frustrating for people to say that that he somehow w- did not represent him himself as the defensive player of the year is is truly a disservice. But here's my criticism, and it's on the other side. You can't let, and this is something we've talked about, Gordon, before, but I'm going to keep on it. You can't let other teams get away with playing you like that. It's eliminated the Jazz too many times now from the playoffs. Houston twice, Golden State, and now um, the Clippers, where they're going to put a small guy on Rudy, and the Jazz are not going to make them pay for it. And if I'm in the if I'm in the off season, I'm diagnosing that problem as a whole team, because the Jazz passes to Rudy Stink, where they get him the ball out to him above the free yeah. throw line, where he have to, has to dribble a couple of times. And when they, when he, and you've pointed this out before, and, and I've pushed back on it a little bit, and I'm going to stop now because you were right. When, when he has Reggie Jackson pinned over, under the hoop, whatever you got to do, get him the ball. And when, now here's the part where Rudy needs to work on it. When he gets the ball, he's got to figure out what to do with it to score efficiently because he's 7 1, and they're trying to play, guy, play guys on him that are 6 4, 6 5, 6 6. He's got the advantage, so how do you play that advantage? I think it starts with aggressiveness. But on top of that, this coaching staff has got to add something to his game to help alleviate that pressure. Agreed on all counts there, Jake. And he needs to work on his hands. He needs to catch the ball uh, I think his hands have come a long way, And then, then yeah, he needs to, to, to punish. Don't bring the ball down low. Keep it high and work on that that game around the rim and he has done that to some extent but he can do better and needs to do better and Jake one other thing about what you said the Clippers had what the Jazz didn't they had a bunch of long athletic defenders the Jazz don't have that they have Rudy you've brought up the point that Donovan Mitchell as well as he played that he needs to work on his defense he does. Uh, Joe Ingles. Well, he's not, he's not uh, Paul George. <laughs> he can't cover guys like that. And the Jazz ran into a bunch of long. Terrence Mann is a fine defender, you know. And so they struggled to be able to take advantage of that. But they needed what the Clippers had to defend the Clippers. You pointed that out before the season ever started, that that was a weak point for this team. And it is. They don't have – they're lacking a couple of real strong defensive athletes. Yep. And that's what they need. Well, the Jazz needed to dig deep and play defense in game six, and they didn't do it. Well, that, you, you said it. That second half was one of the most abysmal showings in basketball I've ever seen. To crater like that is really sad. Yeah, yeah. And I, bringing this full circle to our first segment, I don't blame fans for being grumpy about it. I really don't. A, that is a brutal way to lose a game in a series. Well, it's indicting because if you're good enough to play the way the Jazz did in the first half, why can't you do that in the second half? And they couldn't. It was like it was like a dam bursting. And they were sitting there. <laughs> they got wiped out. And they're too good a team to be treated that way. They had no business losing that game the way they did, but they did. And the Clippers pulled it off, and the Jazz are suffering the consequences. And unfortunately, so are the fans. 
want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision. Their summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today at 801-253-3080. That is Davis Vision. Coach Chiesa joins us at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, Sean O'Connell, our boy OC, going to be on the show at 4. And uh, Chris Mannix making a drive time appearance tonight will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. It is The Big Show, live from the Dish Professionals, 801-424-DISH. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the Dish Professionals, 80th South and State, column 801 Dish. Want to remind you about the top 1660. It is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 130 as Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the top 1660 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon only on the Zone Sports Network. Uh, Coach Chase is going to join us coming up top of the uh, 3 o'clock hour, so stay tuned. Eager to talk to Coach, uh, get his thoughts on uh, what happened with Utah Jazz and their season, unfortunately, coming to an end. Uh, but, Gordon, did you uh, did you take in the first game of the Western Conference Finals? I did. I did. I actually was a rather entertaining game. Who are uh, you pulling for? I don't care. Who are you picking? Um, I, I think in the absence of Kawhi Leonard, uh, I would probably go with the Suns. What's the latest on Kawhi? You seen anything? Is he coming back? I I, I wouldn't think the so. The way they talked about that knee, it didn't sound good. Yeah. But the Suns are good, and I've been saying that for a long time now, Jake. You know that. Oh, I'm absolutely cheering for the Clippers, 100%. <laughs> Go Clippers. I think, I, think, uh, I think there are members of my family who are doing likewise. But um, I don't know. Devin Booker is hard for some people to like. That whole team is hard to like. I, you're a big fan of Chris Paul? Not really. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you know, well, go, go, uh, go Clippers. You know what we do need to get into? And uh, we should get into it at, uh, when we have a little more time because I'm really going to enjoy it. But... Uh, the 76ers collapse in the Eastern Conference. And to a lesser extent, the Nets losing too, which, yes. you know, there's a lot of people focused on the Jazz talking about underachieving, but there's a couple of teams in the East that didn't get I to felt, where they wanted to go I, either. I'm telling you, I felt bad for Kevin Durant at the end of that game. 
I mean, he he played every minute, didn't he? Did he play? Did he not come out? I don't. I, 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 not to my recollection. But anyway, he was absolutely wiped out. And that last shot, first of all, a shot in regulation where his pinky well, or his uh, toe, his big toe was on the three-point line. That would have won it for him. And then in, in uh, overtime when he put up that three-pointer, uh, it, it looked like it might have been on target, but it was about three feet short. <laughs> he just was out of gas, you know? You know, that's the thing with those super team, you know, quote-unquote super teams is you – you pay, you know, two, three guys the vast majority of the salary available, and you're going to run into some depth issues if those two, three guys aren't all healthy at the same time. So in an overtime game, on the one hand, you have performers who can shine in those moments, but in the other, and the, on the other hand, you've got uh, probably a, a tired star. Oh, certainly. How could mm-hmm. you not be? The, what he poured into that series. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know if I felt bad for him per se. I, I, were, I, I mean, they were hurt. Oh, I'll tell you this. I, I admire him. Kevin Durant's always had a lot of guts, and he's always played. He's always wanted to play and played. I mean, to to his detriment, maybe in that playoff run where he eventually hurt his Achilles. I mean, he's 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 got some toughness. He's going to leave it all out there. He's a, tough, he's, a, he's a tough, skinny kid. But. You know, it doesn't. I, I'm not feeling so sorry for Brooklyn being out. I'm definitely pulling for Milwaukee. Uh, okay. The Hawks would be a good story too, coming out of nowhere. Dude, I just I, maybe this is uh, kind of the kind of opinion that would bother Jazz fans because it was pointed at the Jazz so much. I just don't think the Hawks are that good. Well, that's that's what's the story in that French or in that series? Was it about the Hawks going out and winning, or was it about the Sixers <laughs> coming up short? Yeah, and yeah. we can get into that. Well, real quick, this is going to go down in trash talking lore. By the way, did you see uh, Collins's outfit in the post game after that game? <laughs> I did not. Did you, no. uh-uh. Austin? Did you see it? Yeah. Uh, the it was a picture. Of him dunking on Antetokounmpo, or excuse no, me, on Simmons. It was Joel Embiid. He he had a, a poster dunk on Joel Embiid, and he got that put a picture of that put onto his shirt, and wore that out to the post game press conference. That's, that's bold. That is hilarious. When do you think he had that made? Oh, I don't know. But it's one he, of those deals where he had it pre-made, uh-huh. and then and then he uh, he was he was going to put that on if he. He had two shirts. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and and I first personally, I find Joel Embiid's playfulness entertaining. So uh, you know, but did any would anybody deserve that more than Joel Embiid? <laughs> you know what I mean? He can't complain too much about that because of what he puts out into the universe. The only but person I, I can think of who might deserve that more would be Ben Simmons. Oh man, or he, LeBron. Or possibly LeBron. (laughs) Who has Uh, also worn a shirt of himself in the past. (laughs) Yeah, he has done that. He's marketing, man. Leave alone. (laughs) I know, but but you can't have, like I always point out, this was after his first title in Miami. He's coming off the floor, and I think it was Craig Sager. I'm not sure. But somebody said, uh, now that you've won LeBron, what's been the biggest misconception 
about you so far in your career and he said people think i'm totally into myself that it's all about me <laughs> that I, that i'm uh, i'm self-centered or whatever he said and i then, think of that impression then that night he goes out to the club with a <laughs> shirt that just is a big picture of him on it see when i was a kid growing up i thought that kind of stuff was funny and i was surprised at when someone like Muhammad Ali would be the way he was or other athletes were outspoken. I didn't understand why people would get so upset about that. What, what, what's wrong with that? It's entertaining. It's someone believing in himself. I didn't have any problem with that. But, Jake, you know, as I've gotten older and I've wiser, I, I've sort of started to find uh, a, the, the value of humility. Have you now? <laughs> and... And I appreciate humility now. You know? I'm so, <laughs> I have a nice car. It, it, it is true. I mean, it's I, pronounced I, Porsche. <laughs> I worked at the LA Times. Oh, brother. No, really. I mean, you guys play that up on the show, but you know I'm, I'm a humble I lived man. in California. The 405's a mother. Do we, do we know that? You, you do. Do we know? You know that. Do we know that? Just, just, just. You know, has that been confirmed? Let's, let's just put, lift the curtain up, you know, and tell <laughs> okay. the truth. Okay, like uh, we don't tell the truth all the time. No. <laughs> you guys like to create this, uh, this, this uh, false, uh, you know, image for me. But I, it's true because if you if it were that way, truly, you'd start pushing your sons-in-law around once in a while. <laughs> Like you're going to do. One <laughs> exactly. Day. One day, that's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. We are here at the Dish Professionals. 801-424-DISH is the number to call. Ryan is jumping on with us, of course, once again. And uh, today is the day. Great deal on top of the other great free stuff, which it is great. Uh, $100 cash back sounds pretty good, too. Yeah, we're uh, throwing a little extra. Uh, Dish calls us up and says, hey, what can we help you with? And uh, one of the is something that uh, you know we've had good success with so we do these uh, remotes and uh, only today only so if you call tomorrow and get set up it won't be available so today if you call and get set up we'll, we'll uh, get not only the one-year promotion or two-year promotion sorry the two-year promotion um, with two years of credits and uh, two-year price guarantee that will get a hundred dollars cash back so that really helps offset uh, covers your first month's bill or even almost two months you know ryan what i like about that is you know i've been a customer for a long time and jake has as well but um not only not only is that nice but the follow-up that you guys do you know anytime there's any problem i make one phone call boom it's taken care of and i really like that because that's not the way it is in our world today you know, customer service these days, if you haven't noticed, yeah. is a little bit lacking. Yeah. And I love the fact that I can call someone I know and say, hey, this happened. Boom. Within 24 hours, it's taken care of. Yeah. I mean, sometimes same day, if it's available, we'll uh, we'll have somebody out there to have an issue taken care of. And that's – we want happy customers, and uh, we live off of referrals. That's one of the things that uh, uh, we do really well with. And the only way you get referrals is you take care of the people who sign up. So um, we do that. And it helps with Dish, though. The product is uh, far superior than anything else out there. So it's – because of that – it's a it's an easier service to provide and help people with and sometimes there's the change issue people have a hard time with the change issue but when you 
uh, can get over how, holding a different remote, right? <laughs> That's the hardest part. Um, having a bigger, faster DVR, more features, more access to when you, especially when you're traveling. Um, this is Dish has done so many things, and I'm always waiting. Like, what's the next new thing that Dish is going to add? Because it's it's continuous. Like, every six months or a year, there's something new that they're doing that nobody else offers. Well, and, uh, you know, the other guys aren't doing that. No. You know, the, the, other, the other providers aren't doing that. It's the same thing you got 10 years ago, which is crazy. Yeah. You know, we sold DirecTV for years, and it's a great product, Uh unfortunately AT&T bought it and they've just used it and because of that um, you know there's really no comparison to what they have now versus what we have now because we've changed we've updated we've you know it's just like a smartphone you got a smartphone versus a phone from 2009 what's the comparison there's a big difference huge all right 801-424-801-424-$100 dish cash back on top of the other great promotions, yeah, right? Two years worth of credits, prices guaranteed, or movie channels. Um, the one of the cool things that Dish started doing this last year is that they did a free paid per view movies for anybody who's fifty five and older. Um, every every month, use that, Gordon. No, I haven't. You, you need to jump on that, dude. What am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing? So you, all you got to do is just you're signed up. Just go find a. Movie I'm not that old. And select it, and uh, That's it? it'll credit you. Yeah, you get a credit. One movie a month. Even you can figure that out, buddy. You got it. I passed 55 three three decades ago, man. I should be doing (laughs) this. Three movies, man. Take advantage. All right. All right. 801-424-DISH. Take advantage of it. Ryan, thank you very much. Thank you. 801-424-3474. More next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.